If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to the Hoarding Solution podcast today. I'm happy to be here and I'm going to share a few thoughts with you today around resources and tips for youth that are currently trying to survive a hoarded home. And I recognize uh, myself that I had grown up uh, doing some of these tips and tricks in a hoarded home, and I didn't even realize for a long time that these were the things that I did that kind of helped me navigate and survive that situation. And I will say for most of the time that we lived in this situation, we did not have running water. And that was very challenging to do things like laundry. So part of my focus on this list, as you will hear, does come up a lot around the issue of having water or the ability to do some of the things that you would normally do if you had water at your disposal. And so I have 10 tips for youth to survive a hoarded home, and I am going to read through those and just give you some insights uh, also at the end. And so the first one is to recognize that the hoarding isn't your fault, that you didn't create it, and you cannot fix it. The second one is boundaries are healthy and necessary and you can establish some. Number three, if at all possible, claim a space as your own. Number four, focus on what you want and where you want to go, because one day you will escape that hoarded environment. It can be really helpful, number five, to find an alternate place to study and do your homework. Number six is ask someone if you can do your laundry at their house. Number seven, if you need a place to shower, the gym, a community pool, or a friend's place, or another relative's place can be an option. Number eight, for meals, school lunches are often an option, and you may also want to keep something like granola bars on hand. Also, you may be able to go to a friend's or relative's place where you will be able to be included in a meal at their house. Number nine, find positive activities that you can do that you enjoy, but that keep you away from the hoarded home. You could volunteer, attend youth group, mentor other kids perhaps, have a part-time job. Pet sitting or house sitting are also good options. And number 10, If you have someone you trust, you could share your frustrations with them, someone that knows you and won't judge you for how you actually feel. And I recognize how challenging this can be even now, especially when we are at home a lot more. Um, It can be really difficult to escape the chaos and clutter of hoarding. If you're able to have a space that is your own and keep it as clutter-free as possible. If you're fortunate and you have your own room, you may be able to keep that room clean or organized. Or if you have a portion of a room, or even if you are sleeping on a couch or a cot, 
um, in a specific space, you may be able to keep that area clutter free and give you a little bit of space that is your own. I realize that it can be really hard to do that. It can be really hard to function in a severely cluttered and hoarded space. And I just, I empathize with anyone that is dealing with that situation. And please know that there is hope that you can get out of there and escape. I am living proof of that. And I know many other people who have found a way to navigate away from a hoarded home. And it's just so important to know you're not alone. Uh, in fact, if you think about the numbers, it's pretty vast when you think about the idea that it is estimated that about 19 million people in the USA alone have a hoarding problem. And so if you look at even half of that number having other people living in the home with with someone that hoards, whether it's a spouse or children, or maybe, you know, you're the grandkid of living with someone that has a hoarding issue. You might have animals living there. I mean, there are a, a huge amount of people that are dealing with this issue. And it's part of why I talk about this so much is that people need to recognize that hoarding isn't something that is your fault if you are living in a situation with someone that hoards. It, it's so hard to be in it and know that there are solutions, but people won't allow you to execute those solutions. And I just think it's really valuable for people to understand that you're not alone and that frequently you cannot fix this hoarding situation. And on that note, I'm going to talk a couple minutes about the issue of trauma, because in the work I have done with people that hoard and with the family members of people that hoard, there is a lot of trauma going on in those situations. And in general, what I have found is that hoarding is the manifestation of other issues. And in general, that is trauma that has not been addressed for that person. And that trauma then can lead to traumatize other people that are now forced essentially to live in a hoarded space. And it's another part of your own journey to figure out that um, you might have been traumatized as well by being forced to grow up in a hoarded space. And so it's important to evaluate where you are and how you're doing and what your needs and boundaries are. And it, it's something that isn't well addressed if you grow up in a hoarded home. There's a lot of boundaries that are not respected and it can be really challenging to figure out what those appropriate boundaries are as you navigate away from a hoarded or chaotic and dysfunctional living situation. So it's really valuable to take a step back and consider what your needs are. And so I just want to encourage people to, to recognize that you can get out. Uh, it might take time. It might take some planning. But 
just know you don't have to be stuck there forever and you don't have to continue those same traits in your own life you can navigate through to a whole different um, place of being and if you are a youth or young adult that is struggling with this please know you're not alone you can search uh, the hashtag Y-L-I-T-H, which is Youth Living in the Horde. So that's hashtag Y-L-I-T-H. And I encourage you to look that up and just look for people who also understand what this is about. And uh, please feel free to connect and share this. And if you are a person who has survived this, and are now an adult and would like to share your story we'd love to have you on the podcast uh, because i believe that once people start to recognize what a big problem this is and how it impacts so many of us uh, people that we can start looking at ways to mitigate uh, these situations as we come across them so I thank you so much for listening, and today we talked about 10 tips for youth to survive a hoarded home, and the hashtag I mentioned is hashtag Y-L-I-T-H, and I want to thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and taking a listen uh, to these tips today. So thank you so much for being here and and taking a listen, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Hoarding Solution Podcast. We invite you to join us in the Hoarding Solution Group, where we are working to holistically resolve hoarding issues. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Hoarding Solution. Please connect with us and continue the conversation.